It's HPR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today on Off the Road, it's a family affair as we start two weeks celebrating two very special sisters, pioneers in the world of rock music. Early this year, heart guitarist and vocalist Nancy Wilson joined us and returns next week to share her first ever solo album. But today we're thrilled to welcome her sister, fixture on radio classics for decades, a powerful voice heard and loved around the world as one of the great rock singers, Ann Wilson. And she's been busy during the pandemic too, recording her own new music and embarking on an unusual journey we'll explore now. Anne, welcome back. Great to speak with you again. Hi. Yeah, well, it's my pleasure. I know a little bit about your story, so I know this isn't where you've been since the entire pandemic. Where are you joining us from right now? I'm in Florida. And that's where you're based these days, yeah? Yeah, my husband and I have lived here for about four years now. Quite a change from Seattle. Uh, yeah, you probably you probably can't get much more different. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back to the early months of 2020 and when it all sort of arrived in our lives. That was probably around late February, early March. I had come in off of the road with Hart uh, the previous fall. I was all set to go back out on the road in April with my own solo thing and then with Hart again. So I realized pretty quickly that that wasn't going to happen. And suddenly, all of a sudden... I was out of work, just like everybody else, and uh, hung around at home with my husband and the dogs for a year. That's a lot of time with the dogs. Well, right now we have two. They're puppies. They're uh, about four months old. Their names are Homer and Yang. They're Westy. They're Westy puppies. It's adorable. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're they're super high energy, and they're <laughs> they're brothers. They kind of reinforce each other. If they go crazy, they really go crazy because there's two of them. And, uh, you know, I just call them uh, Dennis the Menace 1 and 2. And uh, there you go. As for the deeper ways uh, that this thing has affected us. I had two or three of the people in my own band and my manager come down with COVID. And um, they're all uh, fine now. They're pulling out of it. But there is residual stuff that they're going through, especially the brain fog element, mm. especially my manager, is finding it hard to come back to his pre-COVID sharpness, you know. It's just like there's something uh, neurological that happened. It's taking a long time to clear up. Wow, well, that's a very personal um, way that you've been touched by it. You and your husband did not just stay at home during the year. You made a remarkable journey during the pandemic. Yes, we did. Um, We'd been here at home for about six months. And both of us are adventurers and we love to travel. We're both sort of gypsies in a way. So the six months was super taxing for us. We made up our minds to bite the bullet and lease a tour bus for a month. And we took our manager, this was before he got COVID, and we got on the bus and we had this really stringent COVID protocol on the bus. And we had a driver and we went across from Florida through the Southwest, um, went to the national parks. We went to Joshua Tree and uh, Yellowstone and Bridal Vale and a few of the other ones and um, just looked at the country drove through the cities and it was amazing to see at the height of the pandemic how much like a ghost town America was. It was uh, super quiet. And I've traveled through this country since 
the mid-70s, you know, and seeing how the various economic eras we've been through have affected all the big cities. And uh, this was right up there with, uh, I don't know, the late 70s or something when Cleveland was a ghost town and uh, everything was rusting out. There were no people on the streets and uh, it was very eerie. But we did enjoy on that trip the mountains of Utah and the wide open spaces and the beauty and how clean it all was after having been in the house for six months. We went across to San Francisco. We went up to Seattle and I actually did a week in the studio all masked up and everything with my band, local Seattle musicians up there. And uh, then we came back and it was great. It was really quite refreshing. (laughs) What an incredible experience real rock and roll style there with the tour bus. So it's just from from listening, you, your husband, your manager, and a driver, just the four of you made that trip? Yeah. And uh, my husband and I never stay in hotels anymore because a big tour bus is made for, for living. So we just lived on the bus. Our manager and driver went into hotels and spent the night. And the hotels they stayed in, it was kind of on the Hampton Inn level. Right. And the hotels were super careful. There's no room service, you know. If you're going to stay in the room, you know that no one's been there for two days before you and no one will be there for two days after you. They don't clean the room until you're gone, you know. They don't have anything to do with you. And so we got through that trip and nobody got sick on the trip or because of the trip. So it was wonderful. And the uh, the time frame? It was about a month long and we went in um, the beginning of September. Got back uh, October 10th, I think it was. Unbelievable. And now tying into the tunes, when you guys got to Seattle, is that where you recorded this batch of tunes? Like the the Steve Earls, The Revolution Starts Now, was that recorded back then? That's right. Yeah. The Revolution Starts Now, the cover of the Allison Chain song, Rooster. Right. The Hammer. Three of my songs. Yeah. Tender Tender Heart Heart and Hammer. And Black Black Wing. And is that where that video, I guess, for the uh, Alice in Chains rooster that you did. Was that filmed at that time during the trip? Yeah, and uh, we were so careful to wear masks in the studio, and the only person that didn't wear one the whole time was me because <laughs> I had to sing. Right? Right. So I was, you know, unmasked during that. And so when you got to Seattle, had you already worked up that version of Steve Earle's The Revolution Starts Now? And I guess explain first having the idea to cover that and then present it like you did with that very inclusive video, which is a super unusual kind of music video and really goes hand in hand with all the country has been through and and just remarkable that you'd cover it. Dig a little into that for us. Yeah, well, um, at that particular time leading up to the presidential election, the general elections, the country was more polarized than I've ever seen it. It was more than just being polarized. It was like being at each other's throats. I just really felt that what needed to be out there was a message that was a call to unity. I mean, can we rise above this and think a little higher, I mean, a lot higher than just blowing each other away because we feel differently about who the president's going to be. And so the Steve Earle song, I thought, said it all. So like all I had was the idea to cover that song and the key I wanted to do it in. I wanted to do it higher than Steve Earle because my voice is higher, obviously. And actually, Steve Earle said he liked it too. So I could 
breathe a big sigh of relief on that one. <laughs> There's a great video, folks. Look, um, we'll have it embedded in your post. The video includes so many different kinds of people, ethnicities, cultures. It's really uh, moving. All these people getting along, people of all different different stripes. And and did you have something to do with how that video was produced? Was that your vision or did, did you just partner up with that cat who did it and, and he knew how to make it happen? No, he and I worked together on it. And um, maybe one of the things that was bugging me the most, I, I, um, I thought that both sides were really one-dimensional. To me, in my opinion, that's not the way the horse is running in America. There's just all different kinds of people and colors, and like you say, stripes, that are all living together in this gigantic salad bowl, and that it's just unrealistic. It's like being in denial to think that we can be all white or all hetero or all anything. We're just a great big mixing bowl right now, and we've got to learn how to accept it and live with it. So I thought that for the video, that was the ticket, was to just show everybody being together like it's possible, you know. It's Ann Wilson of Heart. We'll conclude her episode tomorrow. Find this and videos of her new music, plus the complete Off the Road series at hawaiipublicradio.org on our app and subscribe to Off the Road on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. I'm Dave Lawrence. I was walking down the street In the tower I was born I was moving to a beat That I never felt before starts now What you do